Joanne Robinson, who um, had her own her own extension and voicemail, uh-huh. and um, and now she has her own Facebook page. Actually, she's from Branson. She was born on February 29th. That's awesome. So uh, she's do we, do we she's only five the, years old. Do we want to tell the story now, <laughs> or like fifteen years old? Which story? Her boyfriend. We've oh, never told this story. We, oh my God! Yeah, we have to. Okay, let me finish explaining Joanne. Okay, yeah, so and then this. we'll do this, and then I'll have to tell everybody at work to listen. <laughs> that was years ago. Episode 310. It's the 310 to you, my favorite listeners. <laughs> That's right. You're my favorite listeners. You hear that podcast train coming? It's coming around the bend. I'm not Johnny Cash. I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> Who are you not? That's <laughs> just... No, I'm not Johnny Cash, and I'm I'm not, uh, I'm not Mel Tillis. <laughs> okay, I've heard that name. I'm not sure who that is, though. It's somebody who I'm not. <laughs> old old people. <laughs> I'm Craig. <laughs> I'm Mike. And here we are. I was going to be like three ten to Yuma, and somehow that turns into Johnny singing Johnny Cash tunes. Although I have well, no problem. Train. If we ever want to go to a, a music format format on here, I have no problem playing Johnny Cash. No, no, not at all. No, it was just it was. I was Man thinking has like a spectacular. Voice. I was thinking like I'll say say something about like let's get this podcast train running, and then somehow it became Johnny Cash. There's a song that I sing when I unlock the gate at work, and how does it go? Is uh, it's uh, oh yeah yeah uh. Oh yeah, yeah, because the the key the key to the padlock doesn't look like any other key that I have on my keychain. So I sing I sing the Sesame Street song, you know, like one of these keys is not like the right. other. One of these keys doesn't belong. Um, this is the key that opens up the padlock to the parking lot, <laughs> and it's like somehow for no reason it goes Johnny Cash at the end. <laughs> but I'm like that's what I and and I sing it in my head. Um, as I'm unlocking the gate in the dark at 6.30 in the morning in the um, not quite completely gentrified area of downtown um, in between two homeless shelters. But if, if there's weird people walking up and down the street that I look like I, I want to scare them away, I sing it out loud. <laughs> you weird. Let's talk to our guest and see if he has any opinions on Johnny Cash singing Sesame Street songs. Well, hello, Larry. Hello, Larry. Hello, Larry. I am not Hank Williams. Not Hank Williams. Not Hank Williams or Hank Williams Jr. We are. Hey, hey, hey. We is are there a all... Hank Williams uh, tray? Is there a tray in the Hank Williams family? Yes. We are all three not famous country singers. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> Thank God. Um, Johnny Cash fan? I do like Johnny Cash quite a bit. He's got a hell of a voice. Yes. Had a hell of a voice. Mm-hmm. Also a uh, police and NWA fan, I see. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Well, what's that T-shirt you got on today, Larry? It says uh, F-word NWA and has a picture of Sting <laughs> and his two former bandmates. <laughs> Stuart Copeland and Andy Summers. Um, and, and Gordon... What's his... Huh? What's Sting's name? Oh, dude, it's, I don't know. I remember Gordon something, name. isn't it? Gordon something, yeah. Gordon, 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 Gordon. So he changed it to Sting. Yes. Gordon... Um. Shumway. Gordon, oh, that's Shumway. Elf. That's yes. Elf. Elf yeah, is no. Gordon Shumway. Gordon, I was going to say Gordon Lightfoot. Wait, no. 
That's that Canadian band. Um, Gordon. Shoot, what is his last name? Gordon's Fish Who? Sticks. No, that's Gorton. <laughs> the T. Sting. Sting. I don't know. It's Gordon something. But I totally would have thought Shumway too if Lightfoot hadn't popped into my head. Gordon well, Shumway. There's Gordon Lunt. Who's Gordon Lunt? Are you, are you up to speed on Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. <laughs> that's the that's the captain's new assistant to replace Gina uh. <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> Sumner. Gordon oh, we- Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner, C B E. Which is some not quite a full night thing that they give you in England, right? Okay, whatever, sure. So anyway, Larry, <laughs> what's been, what's been up with you? Nothing, man. Just, you know, doing my thing, working. You know. <laughs> heard, you, heard you had to put up with a troublemaker. A troublemaker? At work. Somebody tried to to pull a fast one. Oh. <laughs> Uh yeah, I got an email from somebody calling themselves Michelle Brown the other day, and it's a really s- slow day, so I decided to mess with this person. <laughs> <laughs> like like you do when you're bored at work. <laughs> well, it was one of those emails you get, and you can automatically tell it's a scam because of the spelling errors and the you know the improper grammar errors and, stuff, yeah. and blah 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 blah. They were wanting to do a. Uh, family reunion and book our rooftop for a family reunion and how much would that be and wow the whole rooftop yeah do you oh, even so do that this is, yeah we do so this okay. is how this is what rest, so restaurants get these like geared toward oh, yeah. restaurants i had no idea oh yeah, oh, yeah. restaurant specific scam sure uh-huh. okay huh. go ahead so i emailed back and forth um with the guy and uh or the girl michelle brown <laughs> um and uh <laughs> dick fingers around that quote unquote basically it came down to okay they wanted to know what the minimum would be and i told them this would be our minimum to make the rooftop private for their event it was like two thousand dollars on because it was a weekday and here's what he wants what i need you to do is we have a videographer and they don't accept credit card payments so i need you to put at his fee to your fee, <laughs> and his fee is three thousand dollars. And then he's gonna pay so you with then, a check. Right, we're gonna. I'm gonna give you the credit card information, and then you're gonna run the credit card for his fee and your fee, and then you will pay him with a check or blah blah blah. <laughs> and you're like, stuff. your scam is so confusing. I don't even. I can't even yeah. follow yeah. it. In it sounds order, like one of those things where... to make it happen for no, you. I played so. along, so I was like, okay. So I sent him a credit card authorization form, which we have. I was like. Fill this out, <laughs> then send it back to me. And he was like, I can't do it over the phone. Can you give me? He wanted me to give me, he wanted me to give him my phone number so he could text me the card information and stuff. And he wanted me to run it. You know, like he's like, we'll just go ahead and take care of this today. Did you, sure. did you say, I'm sorry, I, I have a flip phone without a text plan? <laughs> no. <laughs> what I did was. Well, and, and then, like, in the middle of all this, because my email address has, like, you know, a, a thing on the bottom with my name and title and the restaurant's number. Mm-hmm. He, well, Michelle called <laughs> the um, called the, the phone yeah. um, at, at Barley Garden. So they, he, they asked for me. I pick up the phone, and it's this, hello, Larry, this is Michelle, <laughs> you know. <laughs> This is Michelle. I'm calling you. But he's like, no, no, no. So anyway, so it's calling. I don't know where. So anyway, Michelle. Right. <laughs> I told him we couldn't accept, you know, whatever the credit card information unless he filled out the form. He, and he was like, I can't do that because I've been scammed before. And da 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 da. And I'm like, oh, so texting is paper. Great. Um, <laughs> 
So finally, I made up my own. Well, he's calling from one of those uh, Gmail phone things you can get. Sure. Like okay. Google phones. Yeah, yeah. Pay him credits and then, yeah. Well, I made myself one, a fake yeah. Google phone number. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you went deep on this. This is great. And I Scamming the scammers. Yeah, I said, here's my number. And I sent him a number. So then we were texting back and forth with this Google phone number. And then he finally, you know, sent me like the credit card information and all this and da 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 and by and then finally it was like thank you so much for that information i've contacted the fbi uh, <laughs> really yes <laughs> did you really contact the fbi i actually did yes wow <laughs> well Very, i know how to call the fbi no. bring in the hammer is it like, found it online is it like, where you can send them it's a thing where no, you can just, you report a you thing. report a thing I, and i figured there's nothing they're gonna do about this anyway no. but i was like no ah, it goes through it I goes into well. a database an algorithm right, runs through exactly. it and they say oh yeah we've got a billion of these yeah. and it just goes away I'm basically like hey i contact i was contacted by this person this is the credit card number they gave me blah 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 they were trying to run a scam <laughs> but then a... like after i said thank you very much I've, I've sent all this information to the federal bureau of investigation and then michelle said you they mad yeah. <laughs> you, you they mad you, they mad and i said i don't understand well now he's gone off and script. then i was like michelle where have you gone i miss you <laughs> I haven't heard back from Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, can you send me a picture of yourself? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, it was a slow day at work, so we were having fun with this. Well, wow. well gee, gee, Larry, that was yeah. awfully professional of you to <laughs> to entrap them like that and then call the FBI with their credit card. Because what I would have done working where you work in mm-hmm. the middle of an outdoor mm-hmm. upscale fancy mall <laughs> is taking that credit card. <laughs> at least I would have. That would have been the first thing I thought of to do. Oh, be, right. Go buy me some stuff, especially right. you know. Right, right, right over you know a block over at the Apple Store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend in Milwaukee who got contacted by a scammer and was bored. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and decided to start talking with them. Mm-hmm. And without getting into specifics, he basically and I because I only remember a handful of it. I don't remember all the details, but he he kept like you know asking for more information about this or that and just like you know asking all these questions uh-huh. and he would he would take time between responses so he could stretch it out he right. wanted to see how long he could go yeah and keep this person on the hook and he and and kept doing this and then you know without ever saying without ever giving the scammer anything but without ever saying anything that would make the scammer think that this is not legitimate that you know he would just like he's he's kept himself like this close right to giving the information he was like he was always talking about how he's very excited to be involved in this and he thinks he's blah 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 he's like so he's always this close to giving the information and kept this person on the hook <laughs> for months <laughs> for like three nice. four months or something like the getting a, a couple of weekdays every, a couple of, a couple of emails um each week for like yeah. just forever and finally the person just like stopped contacting mine was only day. like four or five hours but it was great <laughs> we had people at the bar in, involved in it as well they're like oh my god what What's going on and like one it guy that was like, there came must have in. been like three months or something like yeah. that. it was a long time one guy came in a couple days later and he was like hey what happened with michelle brown <laughs> yeah. like we get a lot of uh That's a lot funny. of uh telemark you know telemarketing now they're not phishing they're not scams but they're just annoying yeah calls at work and uh, we're a small office so we still everybody answers the phone you know and uh and one of one of the my one of my coworkers, what he likes to do is uh is play them Jimi Hendrix, as he likes to say, which is when like they'll call and it'll be an automated thing and and it'll call and put you on hold 
while you wait to, for the actual person to pick up to complete the call for you, which is mm-hmm. which is such a dick move for telemarketers. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, this is a robot. You're on hold now. Please wait for us to talk to you to try to get you to do something you don't want to do. Right. Annoy you. Click. <laughs> no, what he does is he waits with it on speaker, and then he takes the handset and he holds it up to the phone, and it goes... <laughs> <laughs> and it blows their eardrums out sure and then he hangs up here's one here's one for those of you out there who have um a because uh, i can do this uh, my my personal email is yahoo if you've got a yahoo or a hotmail or an aol account if you anything bef- like pre like G- uh, gmail stuff like the more more modern keeping um you know anything that was like you know from the earlier days of email that's still around uh-huh. <clears throat> before um you know, like credit cards were, you could do credit cards online, but PayPal and alternate payment systems weren't a thing. And phones didn't have texts. You know, you didn't text through phones at all. And when somebody contacts you with one of these things, pretend you're talking to them from the past. <laughs> and anything they suggest about like sending information online and making purchases online and using PayPal or this or that or whatever. <laughs> what? I'll text you the information. What, what's the what text? Do you mean, what do you mean text? <laughs> yeah, it just... <laughs> I mean, you're going to pre- type it out and put it in a letter and mail it to me, right? Pretend it's 1996. Yeah. And, yeah, right. Request, um, um, you know, please send me your offer with a self-addressed stamped envelope and I'll get back to you in 8 to 12 weeks. <laughs> well, if, if you wait a couple of months, I hear we're getting a, one of these new fax machines oh, yes. here in the office. And then you, it's you called can, a facsimile you machine. Can, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's got this really weird you, plasticky you, paper that just you rolls go, up. If you go that way... That's going to just, they're not going to stop, they're going to stop right. talking to you. Yeah. But if you just ask them, like, you're legitimately somebody who doesn't know technology very well. And, and make them explain it to you. Yeah, and uh. make them explain all this stuff to you. And it's like, but my, my phone doesn't do that. Oh, okay. And then they'll try to offer some other modern convenience uh. for, for communication. You'd be like, I don't, what what are you talking? Yeah. We What's made a line from, uh, from Almost Famous see, it's, when he's talking see, it's about the fax machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it's 1994. Only takes five. The guy at Rolling Stone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We made up a person only at 17, my office. It's only like only seven minutes per page. Yes. We, we made we made up an employee. Like oh, yeah. when, when people that. call nice. and ask for you know the person in charge of whatever, where it's clearly not somebody we want to talk to. Uh-huh. We we um send them to, to Joanne. Uh-huh. Joanne Robinson, who um had her own her own extension and voicemail, uh-huh. and um and now she has her own Facebook page. Actually, she's from Branson. <laughs> she was born on February 29th. That's awesome. So. Uh, She's, do we, do we she's only the, five years old. Do we want to tell the story now? <laughs> or like 15 years old. Which story? Her boyfriend. <sighs> We've oh, never told this story. <laughs> we, oh, my God. Yeah, we have to. Okay, let me finish explaining Joanne. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so and then this. we'll do this. <laughs> and then I'll have to tell everybody at work to listen. <laughs> <laughs> that was years ago. All right, so she has her Ten own. Ten years ago. We totally pwned them. Yeah. Um, okay. So she has her own. Voicemail. Voicemail. Yeah. And do you that's check you, this that's voicemail? That's who you kick people to that you don't want right. to talk to. You yeah. kick them to the but, but what it is, is it, it's one of the one of the other guys in the office. He has the, the super low voice. Uh-huh. And it's him saying, hi, this is Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Joanne never returns anybody's calls. Oh, of course not. No, no. <laughs> okay. But do you listen to all Joanne's messages? <laughs> yeah. Just for fun? Because occasionally yeah. there's, something awesome. in, there's something used. There's, you know, something yeah. you actually Yeah, yeah we, we, we used to listen, check <laughs> them more often. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. You told me about this. Yeah, I told you about this. Oh, well, this is, geez, nine years ago, ten years ago. This yeah, it was, like, it was right after, after I started I... working there. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, like nine years ago, something like that. And um, I suggested the idea that <laughs> I call um, Mike, uh-huh. and he would put me into the voicemail, 
and I would do, I would affect a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd Craig developed a character of Joanne's boyfriend who had just gotten out of prison, <laughs> <laughs> who was looking forward um, to coming to see her. To coming to see her, and uh, I think that that's where the Branson, Missouri thing came from. Because I think so. He, he offered to take her to Branson to see Yakov Smirnov perform. <laughs> And so I left two, maybe three messages uh-huh. in this voice. Like, you know, I was what kind was of his name? Gerald. That's right, Gerald. <laughs> I went and found. I went and found. Like, I did. I did a Google search for. I don't remember how. Why? Do, how did we end up sending a photo at some point? I don't. You remember. you Google search like some obscure redneck thing and scrolled through like twelve, 12 pages, pages to make I went sure like, you found I went one like a hundred pages deep up. and found a photo of some guy. <laughs> That was just looked real rednecky. It looked like it was like super a, skinny, like a, a low res webcam shot, yeah. like from ten years ago. You know, like a just the worst. A guy sit, like sitting in a trailer, <laughs> you know, taking a picture of himself. And uh, somehow or another, that ended up getting that ended up getting sent. Did she have an email address? <sighs> how did we get? I don't remember how the photo came into. Play, I think but... you printed it and mailed it to her. That might have been. I think yeah, we mailed it. We mailed it. <laughs> Just like it was some with some explanation about mailed how it, it to her at the office. Yeah, <laughs> how it, it had been a long time that since she'd seen me uh, <laughs> because I'd been in prison. So yeah, this is just, yeah. just this is what I look like now. Blah blah blah. Yeah, we did that. I don't know. And then tell them about what, like did how it went down in the office. You guys do this, and nobody didn't tell anybody else in the told office. Told nobody. We told uh, nobody. Nearly a decade ago, nobody's been told, and they, and they never figured it out. Oh my god! I can't remember who they thought it Despite was. Despite the fact that <laughs> guest on the show, James. Uh huh. Who knows my voice? Uh-huh. Um, was he working there? Did he no? Ann no, worked there. Ann worked. Okay, and so there was some. Yeah, Ann worked there. James's uh-huh. wife, who knows my voice, and I was affecting a voice because I knew I I couldn't use my voice. She right. might recognize me. Um, and so she, I think it was she. It must have been her because that was that was that was what made it funny was that she didn't recognize me. She didn't suggest it was me. She suggested it was a prank uh-huh. by somebody yeah. that we, that they, that they knew, but she didn't suggest yeah, me. She, she suggested she, somebody she, else. She tried to pin it on somebody else. And I'm trying to think of who it was. I can't remember. <laughs> we might have to ask her. She might've forgotten though. Yeah. So maybe next time we have James on, he's coming up again in, in several weeks. Let's get him on the phone. We'll see right if we, now. Can, we can grab Ann and see if she remembers <laughs> who that was. But yeah, I sent, you know, maybe it just, it, 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 it got, it, 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 they had some fun with it. Mike and I laughed about it, and then it was like, okay, well, it's just going to be more of the same if we just keep doing it. Right. I think that's why we did the photo thing because it would be change it up a little bit, right. uh-huh. and then it just never really went any further than that. Because I think you're the people. Well, I think at the they, office they just... decided that it, it was whoever they they thought it was. Sure, they just and then they lost pe- interest. The whole thing kind of petered. They out. thought they mm-hmm. figured it out, and you guys never told them. No, no, no. <laughs> just like the uh, you know the. the april fool's day prank on this program that we let sit for like two years we had a completely fake news story with lisa about mm-hmm. tectonic plates i remember area. that <laughs> we revealed it two years later nobody ever like looked looked at looked, looked for that uh, story. nobody ever called you on it never found yeah, it the, anyway. a, the actual earthquake just took too long to happen here we we just had it a few months ago <laughs> we'd forgotten about it by then anyway yeah yeah, Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. So there you go, guys. You talk like this at my something. office. It was it was very it was, based. It was very sling, sling blade. blade. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, that's right. It was. <laughs> Hello, Joanne. This is Gerald. Yeah, it was like that yeah. with, with with the the slight bit of yeah. a lisp. Like he it was. Had an it was like tongue. the. It was the. Yeah, the enlarged the the Waddell Street. Waddell Street. Having take a, you a down Branson. Enlarged tongue. Go down to Branson. <laughs> we'll see Yakov Smirnoff perform. <laughs> So yeah, that's that was Craig. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh man, <laughs> good stuff. 
Fun times. I can't believe it took us that long. It's nearly forgot, six years. I had forgotten about it. Completely forgotten nearly about six, it. When you brought up Joanne, I was like, oh yeah, I was Joanne's girlfriend for about three weeks. Yep. <laughs> or boyfriend. No, I think weeks. it stretched. No, nah, I think you, we, you went out of your way to make to put time in between them. Yeah, well, it was like a week or two between the No, I think the it was voicemails. longer than that. Mm, anyway. Yeah. It's lost well, to the haze of memory. It might have been a couple weeks between voicemails, and then I think it was like six week, six or eight weeks before the letter. <laughs> Something like that. Um, did, how did you get transferred to Joanne's voicemail? Did you know? I just that? called Mike. He he uh, like gotcha. would, he was in. He on would it, so text he would just, me or email right. me or whatever right, and gonna say, right "I'm going to call right now." And uh, then I would boom, grab the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he just put me right and through. Put you right through to Joanne. Did we ever have a problem where somebody else nope. s- snagged the phone? Nope, not once. Okay, because we you know I was just hung up. Yeah, nice. No. What's so, news, Craig? Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fo- oh, there was a theme there somewhere. Following up, um, this isn't really news. It kind of is. It's a it's a fun follow up to uh, our recent discussion of of pink slime and beef and ground beef, and we had a discussion. We found uh, you know beef magazine and all that. It's like, hey, what else is out there for? Don't say pink slime, you'll get sued. I know by big beef. <laughs> what else? Uh, what else is out there for beef? What else is out there for beef? Yeah, uh, beef dot com. Uh, no, there's a there's a there's a there's a uh, is there a like a beef festival? No, there's a. Uh, you want to take a guess? Larry? National Beef as Day. Long as he's guessing here. Gub.com. This is you, you, <laughs> would, you would never you would you would never think about you would never think of this. And when you hear me I describe it, you'll be like, oh, obviously there is. I think Chub.com is part of the Pornhub family. Yeah, of websites. probably. <laughs> okay, so we're getting in the in the ballpark. There is <laughs> there is there is a uh, uh, sort of a uh, call it a dating app. For, um, for the cows, really? Wait, what? so that you can well, if you've got like you know a oh. lovely heifer, uh, what needs to get uh, impregnated by a stud? Oh, I have a joke oh. to go along with this. Um, <laughs> you know, you might you got to find a stud to come over and right. take care of business. So it's like, uh, um, so it's like yeah. it's like Tinder for cows. <laughs> for cows, it has a name. It's like Tinder, uh-huh. except it has um oh. a a cow part a cow body part worked mm. into the name utter it's, it's tutter tutter it's called tutter, tutter. <laughs> it's, Aww, it's, uh, that's it's so cute <laughs> farmers can swipe right on the cattle that they like the look of <laughs> of, and, co- uh... of course <laughs> now, they get like a genetic profile and all that stuff is it is, is there substance valuable to this? information uh is available on matters like milk yield and protein content <sighs> or calving calving p- potential um <laughs> explained doug Berner, ceo of hectare agritech which runs uh sell my livestock and grain decks a uk-based online uh agri uh, agritech trading platform matching livestock online is even easier than it is to match humans because there's a huge amount of data that sits behind those wonderful animals that predicts what their uh, offspring will be like. So they, yeah, exactly. They genetically, they know like, you hey, know. check out the udders on that one. Man. Yeah. <laughs> As with the human equivalent, farmers use smartphones to first choose whether they are uh, looking for a male or a female. Yeah. <laughs> Swiping through photos, right for yes, left for no, until they find a match. <laughs> is Pretty... there, is there a grinder app for gay cows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. 2019. <laughs> um you've got all this data of its background and everything which uh which if you're at a market you might not have uh had the time to look through for every single random animal because this used to be like a thing you would go to fairs and right. markets and things where you would find yeah. the the animal that you wanted to have you know mate with your now you can just animal. swipe right on your phone and and right it's and the information is right there at a thing uh, on your fingertip at your, at your fingertips um you don't have to sit there and like look through a catalog of 
Mm-hmm. Of, inf- of info to you know in, in dig through all this stuff you can just find like okay i like the i like the look of that cow <laughs> and uh let's see if uh you know they uh produce healthy their you know their their semen produces healthy offspring <laughs> um they have a record of you know whatever it is you're looking for as a cow right right a cow they want uh yeah it's uh yeah, yeah tutter everybody <laughs> I have, you can I, get it on your phone i have i have <laughs> This such a coincidence. I have a story about this. Okay. About about cow love. Hold on. I'm going to the app store. I want to see this. <laughs> How's it spelled? You're gonna make a, exactly like you would think. Yeah. Tutter. Make an app, uh, make a make a profile over there while while you're at it. <laughs> put a random, Tutter. Just put a random cow. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like a look, it's a utter. It's a picture of an utter. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's effectively awesome. makes it a boob site, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. For, for cows that are boob men. Check out them udders. Yep. They could do another one. They could have a competing one that has like a tail. <laughs> so you got the boob men and the ass men or the boob cows and the ass yeah, cows. Yeah. And then you can have like the, the flip around one too. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's showing the giant bull junk. The, <laughs> the, 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 the dangle and the sacco. <laughs> 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 have a nice silhouette of that oh sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> did i ever tell you guys i'm actually on farmersonly.com? what <laughs> that's the, farmers uh, only yeah that's, that's a dating site it's a farmer's dating site yeah. no you, you didn't. find yourself yeah a good, i have a down home i have a fred, profile on girl. Farmers only. <laughs> and how did that happen uh it was uh not made by me <laughs> oh okay. one of those yeah it was made by some people I worked with at the time. It was when I was working at Front Page. They Practical joke. Yeah. They got, Rob, a, pi- my, got a picture of My you buddy and... Rob got a picture of me, set up an account for me <laughs> on Farmer's knew, Only. Knew your email. <laughs> yeah. So and then t- I, well, you, started used, getting, you started getting messages. He used my work email, and I started getting these messages <laughs> on my work email from, from FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. Nice. Did you hook up with any of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, farm girls are cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> Outdoor, outdoorsy type. Mm-hmm. Likes to work with their hands. Probably, you know, can probably mm. change a tire. <laughs> oh, they own a pickup truck, so they can help you move. There you go. <laughs> right? Every once in a while, yeah, I would look in my spam they've bill. Got, they've got fresh cuts of meat from any animal you'd want all the time, <laughs> oh, right? Well, it depends what kind of I marked they them are. as spam, so every once in a while I would oh, go back and go into my okay, spam anyway. folder and look at some of the messages that I got from people from girls from Farmers Only. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Mike, Mike, what do you got? Do you want to hear a short cow story? Yes. Is it a short story in, about a yeah, cow or, is or a, cow a story short. about a short cow? Is it like a cow? The first one. Okay. <laughs> like a Datsun cow, like a very short <laughs> a cow, cow with little tiny legs. <laughs> yeah. Like a like a little Sebastian cow. That'd if be it, adorable. If you tip it, if you tip it over, it just like immediate. It's just like it's it's on its side immediately. Yeah. There's like no timber <laughs> with those tall spindly legs. It's just like. Bloop. <laughs> and it can't write itself. No, because it's like legs a are too short. Yeah. yeah. If you turn Go ahead. Up, turn upside down. Can't get back up. <clears throat> the only cow in a small Iowa town stopped giving milk. Uh-oh. The people did some research and found that they could buy a cow just across the state line in Wisconsin for $200. They bought the cow from Wisconsin, and the cow was wonderful, of course. It produced lots of milk all the time, and the people were pleased and very happy. They decided to acquire a bull to mate with the cow to produce more cows like it. Right? Sure. This is in the days before Tutter. <laughs> They would never have to worry about their milk supply again. Those dark days before the <laughs> They bought the bull and put it in the pasture with their beloved cow. However, whenever the bull came close to the cow, the cow would move away. No matter what approach the bull tried, the cow would move away from the bull and he could not succeed in his quest. The people were very upset and decided to ask the vet, who was very wise. 
what to do. They told the vet what was happening. Whenever the bull approaches our cow, she moves away. If he approaches from the back, she moves forward. When he approaches from her front, uh, she backs off. And approach from the side, she walks away to the other side. The vet thought about this for a minute and asked, Did you by chance buy this cow in Wisconsin? The people were dumbfounded since no one had ever mentioned where they bought the cow. You are truly a wise vet, they said. How did you know we got the cow in Wisconsin? The vet replied with a distant look in his eye, My wife is from Wisconsin. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Now, oddly enough, when Mike, you had gotten like two sentences in, I was like, "Wait, I've heard." Oh yeah, you posted. That I, po- I put that on Facebook. <laughs> That's why I was like, "I've heard this before." But I got that from my coworker who's from Tennessee. Uh-huh. You know, it's like <laughs> truly the world just goes around and around, and what else? Everything's is intertwined now. Um, oh, speaking of farm stuff, uh, did you see the world's largest carrot? Oh, good lord! No, yes, I have the picture here. We will show you. Holy. Holy crap! Yeah, it's so, about as long as a as a person is tall, a full grown adult. Yeah, it, and it be, we see that because it has Brown, a full though. A, it looks like a big turd. A full sure grown, a, turd? a full grown adult holding on to it, and I guess they had they had must have had it hung up or something because it's got rope attached to the yeah. to the one side. Yes, the world's largest carrot. We gotta hang it up like you know when you when you catch the the giant fish. You gotta hoist yes. it up on the on the. Maybe winch. that's what that was from. Yeah, yeah. From a photo, let's see. Yeah. You want some stats on this thing? Yeah, how long is it? Uh, 167 centimeters, or that's, that's great. Nearly five and a half feet long. I'm sorry, I'm in America. I don't know what that is. <laughs> five and a half feet. Wow. One foot wide at its thickest part. Um, however, it's only 18 pounds. Why is it so light? Oh, it's because it's it's wait. Oh, it's not a carrot. Oh, it's a stuffed whale penis. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> that's, it looks just like a giant carrot, though, doesn't it? A, yeah. a human-sized carrot. Yeah. Well, yeah, but now that guy's touching it. Yeah. I was kind of okay when it was a carrot <laughs> with him touching it. I don't ever want to shake his hand now. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. Yes, I don't know it, that you ever get that off your hand. <laughs> Whale yes. peanuts. It's um, the worst. It recently. Uh, it's from the 19th century. It's a taxidermied sperm whale penis. Wow. Uh, that uh, recently was sold at the. Uh, out of the ordinary auction at sort sorters or swarters, I'm oh, not sure how to pronounce that in the United Kingdom today uh, for six thousand dollars. Yes, Matt Wilkinson, a specialist at sorters, said he was very excited when this item was consigned to the auction house by a private collector who had it for about twenty years. It's basically the height of myself, Wilkinson says. You can see that I'm not struggling with the weight. I guess that's, oh, that's Wilkinson. Wilkinson. I was going to ask, is that Wilkinson holding the weight? Oh, it's stuffed, with, <laughs> it's stuffed with horse hair. That's why. That's why it's There's, so light. It, it's just the outside of the penis. It doesn't have any of the penis innards in it anymore. So it's just the <laughs> penis skin. In the days of yore, sailors were said to store tobacco in whale penises like this one to keep the tobacco moist and fresh over the duration of a long journey. <laughs> Pricing the penis was a challenge, says Wilkinson, <laughs> as there was simply, quote, nothing to go on. <laughs> yeah, the only similar items he was able to find at the Icelandic Phallological Museum Hell were yeah. not for sale, which we have spoken of before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says um, the word carrot came up along with parsnip. People are surprised to find that it's a penis. All right. What, would you like to know what else they had at the uh, out of the ordinary? Wait a auction? minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait okay. a minute. Perhaps next year's installment will break still newer ground in the clearly fruitful 
penile taxidermy market. Penile taxidermy market, new band name, I called it. <laughs> I think what, that's more what, of an What else do they name. have in the uh, <laughs> out of the ordinary auction, Craig? I'm going to come back to that one because that's oh, okay. the coolest one. Let me go and look at some oh. more. Too. <laughs> now I want to know. That's like, I read that. I was like, holy crap, that would be spectacular to because there's probably not too many of them. Now I want to um, know. Paul McCartney's childhood front door. Okay. What like about the door it? Mm-hmm. for auction? Okay. But you're going to say Paul McCartney's. How much did it go for? Uh, no, it's just I, they don't have that information here. You got to go uh, to the, you got This is Christie's. Uh, this is not like eBay. You're actually <laughs> you can't do a quick buy. On Come Christie's. on, man. Got to go swipe? Christie's. You got to make, make them an offer. You got to pay to just buy it. You got to get. You got to pay just to get in the door. Right. Um, and then get one of your one, of, and then you pay to get one of those little signs, and then you get to pay more to get the thing. Um, here's a sword. Sword. It's a late medieval broadsword. Kind of it's sword. a Viking sword. Mm. Oh, here's a car. What kind of car is that? A Radford Mini DeVille. Radford. Radford Mini DeVille. It's a little, it looks, it, it reminds me a lot of a Mini Cooper. Like that yeah. kind of a little short pug, pug, you know, look, got really little wheels, kind of really, yeah, it's tiny. <laughs> Is it, w- w- would you classify it as uh, clownish in the, in the clown car category? Uh, yeah, you could fit, like you would, you could you fit, would try to you fit, fit like people three, in it. It's could, that small. Yeah, you could fit like you could fit like thirty <laughs> like you could fit like thirty clowns in there easy, laying down and all contorted around each other. Yeah, and then uh, a German Enigma cipher machine, mm. the machine that the wow. Germans used to make their code. Uh huh. How many of those were there? Uh, probably not too many because uh. they were sending messages and they would change the code daily. That was what made it so difficult for Alan Turing and his team to crack it was that the yeah. code changed every day. So they have it's it it basically I mean it looks it's a box that it's effectively it's a, it's a keyboard it looks like unlike any keyboard you've ever seen mm-hmm. like a typewriter it has no paper slot or anything but it's got you know keys to press and it's I imagine inside of there's all the stuff that you got to switch around to trying to change sure. the code around. That's really cool. I imagine that went for a pretty penny. Wow, that Benedict Cumberbatch can do anything, can he? That's pretty. Uh, Hey, just a side That's note. pretty rare. There's probably not too many no. of those. There may only be the one. That may be the only one. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> the world's, the, stuffed the world's largest penis. carrot was over 19 feet long, so the whale penis so, has nothing so on Craig's, the carrot. Yeah. Okay, Larry has fact-checked. The actual carrot. The, the large carrot. 19 feet long. Over yeah, but, 19 Yeah, feet. but how girthy was it? It's not super girthy. <laughs> Joe uses 21 feet long plastic tubes to grow his giant carrots oh so these are artificially long carrots well they're, they're just... like encouraged to grow into a tube apparently so yeah. they get they you know it's like the same carrot mass but it's just stretched it's, out and that's long yeah, and thin. it's basically like a carrot and then like you know kind of like <laughs> uh-huh. well you know how some yeah some of those carrots that have like yeah. the little what looks like a little carrot yeah. Hair on the end of it. Sure, it's like exactly. Little, just so it's just that, really that thing that grows really long. Grows uh-huh. really long so. but it, the it, thing you cut off and put down your garbage disposal. It, but it counts. It counts. <laughs> I guess. Not very girthy, though, no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Carrot Doc. Hey, uh, you know the... Uh... What's a good carrot? Is that one long and girthy? <laughs> like I'm short and round. <laughs> <laughs> like your Indiana Jones sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> like a can of tomato soup. <laughs> um, Slick shoes. Did you hear of the micro arcade? <laughs> micro arcade. Micro arcade. Um, yeah, you know the uh, you've got the the Super NES or the NES Classic and the the Super NES Classic thing. You know, like it's got all the games all in one. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Little, little box uh-huh. and you can hook it up and it's got controllers. 
<clears throat> well, you can get um, a micro arcade that is the size of a credit card, four times as thick. Okay. And um, it basically has a screen in the middle of it. And then on one side, it has the up, down, left, right controller. Uh-huh. You know, and on the other side, it has a button or two, depending on the game that you've got there. Uh-huh. And it's the entire game that fits in there. And they have, um, you can get, uh, where are they? The, 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 a few different games. Six different versions. Um, you can get Galaga, Pac-Man, Rally-X, Space Invaders, individually. Right. Um, there's a, there's another version that has a, a nice little Atari combo that features Centipede, Missile Command, and possibly a third title that has not yet been revealed. Cool. So you'll be able to pick different games. Um, but the one that I thought was most interesting, because it brings us to Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Video, <laughs> name a video game on Seinfeld. A video game on Seinfeld. Sure. From the... Uh, late 80s to late 90s. Um, yeah, from the, uh, you know, the Space Invaders Pac-Man era. Uh, that w- what do you mean that was mentioned on Seinfeld? No, Frogger. Pr- there we go. Prominently featured. Yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. George gets the Frogger machine uh, out of the pizza place, I think. Yeah, that's going to sh- cl- shut down. I don't remember because he's got yeah, the he high buys, score. Yeah, he buys the cabinet. He buys the cabinet, and he has and then to get he it has across, to wheel the it across a busy street, and then it's a game of Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> and you see it from above, and so it's yeah, the, they play the, the Frogger, Frogger music, machine. Yeah. and he's trying to. It's meta. He's moving forward, sideways, back. It's meta before we knew what to call it. And also, we need to call it meta. And also, uh, yeah, you, so you can get Frogger. So this would be, if, if, if George were, ha- would to, were to have the high score on Frogger uh-huh. on this machine, it would have been much easier, easier to, get to get across, get across the street. The street. <laughs> but it also would have increased the thickness of his gigantic wallet. Oh, yeah. yes. And, and, or <laughs> it might have fallen out of his pocket and gotten uh, covered up in, uh, in some new asphalt in a pothole. <laughs> yeah, that could like his keychain. I kind of have a Costanza wallet. George has some pretty bad <laughs> luck with streets and cars. Like, what was it, John Voight's car with the pencil with John Voight's teeth marks on it? Yeah. Didn't, what happened to that? Did it catch on fire or something fell on it or something? The, the car? Yeah, the, the car got destroyed. I don't remember. I remember him going to uh, talk to Brian Cranston's dentist character. Oh right! To, to, yeah, to yeah, examine right. the teeth marks to see if they if there was any way to determine Dr. Watley. if they were, yeah, if yeah, they were yeah. actually John Boyd's teeth marks. <laughs> That's right. That's right, kids. Brian Cranston was in Seinfeld when, as a young man, Doctor Watley, who converted to Judaism just for the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> He started talking about having like a schmeckle of this or that. Okay. Yeah, and Jerry got offended. He went, yeah, well, and he, he, he complained to a Catholic priest. <laughs> Is that what he did? Yeah, he was sitting in confessional. He's like, I think he converted to Judaism just for the jokes. He, the priest is like, then that offends you as a Jewish person? He says, no, it offends me as a comedian. <laughs> so moving on, what else is news? Oh, man. Oh, oh and he sits on the kneeler. <laughs> he yeah. gets into the confessional and he's there's like the he's little like, pad yeah, of kneeler that you're do. supposed to kneel on. He sits down on that. <laughs> so and he's the like, priest opens the, the slide. The priest is over his shoulder. Yeah. The priest opens the slide thing and he's, he's way down in the window. He's like, that's a kneeler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's my first time. <laughs> Oh, oh. Some, doesn't he say, he says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm Jewish. And the priest says, that's not a sin. He's like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Um, before I move on to my last news item, uh, I had I had something here from last week up on the iPad. It was a schmeckle of fluoride. That's what it was. Is that what it was? <laughs> uh, at some point, we talked about decimating something. 
but it, sure. but, but but it was in reference to the it was the fifty percent thing. Yeah, I, I started to use the word decimate, and I knew yeah, that Kurt would yeah. come down on me for that. So, so I looked, I, I looked up, up I, I I looked up what um um it would what the word would be for to decimate something, but by fifty percent instead of ten percent, because that's technically what decimate means, sure. and it's seminate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. No, it would be sem- semi eight. <laughs> I said seminate because that's yeah. that's funny. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny because it's about semen. Uh-huh. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Jeez. So uh, more Ghostbusters news. Jason Reitman, Ivan Reitman's son. Yep. Who was, I think he's seven years old when Ghostbusters came out. I was nine. So. Uh, he's a couple years older than Jason Reitman. Isn't but... he directing the new? Yes, one? yeah, yeah. He's going going out of his way to um, attain the look and feel of the original movie, like way out of his way. <laughs> How far out of his way? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see. Oh yeah, he, he discusses the painstaking lengths he's willing to go to bring the original look and feel to the new film. Um, obviously, you get the son of the original director. That helps. Uh, he says, this is going to be a love letter to Ghostbusters. I love this franchise. I grew up watching it. I consider myself the first Ghostbusters fan. I was seven years old when that movie came out, and I love it. I want to make a movie for my fellow Ghostbusters fans. So they, they talk about the teaser. Did you see this thing? Yes. With the Ecto-1 in yep, the barn? In the barn. Yeah. So uh, he says, we went back to the work files for the sound of the proton pack. Like, they found the original recordings wow. for the, of, the, of the things. Like, the people that go out in the... Back in the day when they went out and they, like... No, would... they still do that, well, but they just right. don't do it that much. As much. Right. You go out and you, you have, like, just a, a mic- microphone and, and recording device and... You go out into the world into and the record world and you random record. things. You go, you go, you go yeah. to, like, the, 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 the guy wires that hold up something uh-huh. and you snap it, you know, you hit, hit it with, with a, a monkey wrench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it goes, <laughs> and then you mix, and that all becomes a laser like sound. Eighteen or different things together, and yeah, yeah. Um, it says it went back to the stems of Elmer Bernstein's score. Um, just, uh, yeah. So, I don't know if they're going to try to recreate that mute. That was one of the things that really p- annoyed me about Ghostbusters too, and one of the things that made it not feel like the original movie, even though all of the original people were involved, uh-huh. was uh, Elmer Bernstein didn't do the music. Yeah, and little known fact if you if maybe i can show you an example or listen to you an example um <laughs> if you get the the full soundtrack for ghostbusters um <laughs> they cut a lot of what he did out <laughs> they were not happy if you read the stories oh, really? they did not like what he did and that's why there's so much pop music they never intended for there to be that much pop music in ghostbusters but they had to replace the stuff that they couldn't get Elmer Bernstein to re-record. <laughs> really? <laughs> Which is probably why he didn't do the second one, and now he's dead, so it doesn't matter. Um, well, I'm not going to be able to find that. Yeah, so they're going to take the, the the good parts of what he did, maybe, hopefully, and get another composer to recreate them. At least get the, what is that, the theremin going? Sure. The the spooky-sounding thing? The... Yeah, the thing you play <laughs> with your hands. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is... I listened to a uh, rendition of, I think it was Ode to Joy, uh-huh. done all on theremins. Really? Man, that sounds weird. <laughs> it sounds like Ode to Joy, but it's like, wow. It was like 50 theremin players. The theremin orchestra. It was. Nice. Okay, so to give you an idea. <laughs> yeah, this is, this this is, is a song it? that was recorded for 
something in Ghostbusters. <laughs> Catchy tune. I like it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, here, this is the one I was thinking of. Or is it? No, no, it's this one. <laughs> Which one is it, Mike? Wait, 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 wait. Here, so this is at the beginning. <laughs> Hang on. This is at the beginning of when uh, Venkman shows up to Dana's apartment okay. after she has been uh, possessed by Zool, Zool. And she answers the door. Okay. I don't think you hear this beginning part. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't remember this at all. But there's this kind of weird crap all uh-huh. throughout this. Like the songs either start like this or they end like this, and there are whole songs that are like this. <laughs> this is like he's walking into the building and down the hallway, uh-huh. and he sees the evidence of like the the terror dog at right. Lewis's apartment uh-huh. before she answers the door. <laughs> and that, and then that's right there. That's when she opens the doors. So they completely cut that out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see what else. The title that comes up in the in the teaser that says "Summer 2020." The letters. Yeah. He says we went back and found the original physical vinyl letters that they used to create the Ghostbusters poster. No way. Rescanned them, and then the title guys reprinted them, and then they filmed them, not like in a computer. We shot physical titles with a light and smoke effect because that's how they would have done it back in the day. Wow. Yeah. So they're not just... He's not playing around. No, they're going back to old school pre-computer yeah. film techniques. I don't know. That's, to me, that, you know, whatever. I don't care like what the plot's about or who's in it or who the Ghostbusters are. This is the important stuff right here. <laughs> You know, if Paul Feig or Feig or whatever you're supposed to pronounce his name had bothered to do this, people (laughs) would have loved the 2016 Ghostbusters. Right. So, looking forward to it. I may actually go to the theater to see that. Yeah. Are we talking TV? No, we can do TV. So. What? (laughs) Mike finally watched a couple episodes of Big Mouth. Yes. Which I thought it was a tragedy that he had not watched any of it because it's so hilarious. I've recommended it (laughs) like twice and Uh then he didn't do anything. And then Larry said, well, I've been Uh, watching Big Mouth. Mike's like, okay, I'm Okay, I'll watch it. I I watched the first one by myself and then I I described the show to Allison Mm -hmm. to see if she would like to join me in continuing to watch it. How was the reaction? She said no. Oh. Um. But no, her her excuse is that uh, she doesn't like to watch anything animated. Okay, which which she's never <laughs> said using those words before. But okay, <laughs> fine, whatever. Maybe she just doesn't want to watch that particular animated. Sounds show. like an excuse. Maybe she doesn't like you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that's it. <laughs> um, so for anybody who's not watched it, it's. Um, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney and uh, a whole bunch of other voice act, you know, well, comedians mostly yes. doing voice stuff. It's a, it's an animated show. It's on Netflix. It's an animated show that is definitely for adults. Yes. Um, although I suppose it was probably fine for teenagers, um, because it deals with almost almost exclusively um, the process of growing up as uh, pr- kind of in the puberty years. Yes. Puberty um, it, and, it hits on yes. stuff that's not puberty as well. There's like a, one of the characters has their parents split up. Mm-hmm. You know, so other things that kids go through at that age, or some do. 
Um, but yeah, but it's, it's very heavily it's puberty. He- it's heavily about uh, every every character that has hit puberty has their own hormone monster that uh-huh. follows them around and tries <laughs> to get them to do things. <laughs> Usually successfully, right? <laughs> and, and with or a, so it seems with hilarious results. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> i can't believe i in my pants <laughs> why did you wash them in the toilet it sinks right over there he's like yeah good point <laughs> um and uh and it's and it's you know while it's nick kroll and john mulaney kind of put it together it's uh there's certainly multiple female characters <coughs> a, 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 a number of um, primary like you know lead girl characters mm-hmm. um who and so it, it hits on you know that age not just, you know, in terms of like the sexual side of puberty, but also, right. um, you know, the, the changes that your body go through. So we have, you know, a character that uh, gets her first period and a character that, that's the second episode yeah. develops <laughs> boobs for is, is the first one to develop uh, boobs in, yeah. in, in the class <laughs> that happens and how the boys react to that yeah. and how the girls react to the boys reacting to that. <laughs> and uh, eventually, what's your who's your there's a lot of ridiculous characters. There's the ghost of Duke Ellington. Oh yes, that awesome. lives in uh, Nick Kroll's character's attic or in his house. <laughs> yes, anyway. and gives him advice about how to be a ladies' man. Yes, because <laughs> apparently Jordan Peele. Yeah, this version of of this version of Duke Ellington. I don't know if Duke Ellington was like this or not, but he is a horn dog, and he sounds like, like it. He loves the ladies, yeah. um, so he gives advice, and then. Um, just at some point he's like he's like and then after you da- do that you move to somewhere and change your name to duke ellington <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh what who's who's your favorite uh, the shame wizard <laughs> the shame wizard played who's... by david Dulles. okay i haven't seen you this haven't yet. Got who, to that who does yet. the shame wizard bother everybody everybody pretty okay. much yeah he, he flits from character to character yes. just it making them like feel it. shame sure. yes so sure. whenever mm-hmm. whenever things are going truly bad like when your hormone monster has gotten you into serious trouble yes. and everybody's laughing at you then, then the shame, shame, wizard shame wizard shows yes. up okay he's awesome don't worry <laughs> kids at some point like the... the shame wizard goes away and, and it's occasionally stops bothering yes you. and occasionally it's a musical yes <laughs> there are songs have i not seen that oh no i have it was like the everybody bleeds thing yeah and like the, the giant tampon and i'm like is that supposed to be oh yeah it is oh it's the whole video oh how about that and um there's a moment that i just watched in an episode i'm a, i'm i'm fur- further in i'm well into the show and um i don't want to I don't want to to tell you like what was happening in the show, so it can be a little bit of a surprise. Uh-huh. But there's a moment where they, I, I think they finally got to the point where they realized how far like we're not pushing the envelope far enough. <laughs> so um, they get to a point where there's a ma- there's a boy and a girl on, uh, who are talking, and their their two hormone monsters are there, and the hormone monsters can talk to the individual kids, but then also can talk to each other. Sure, um, and they all know each other from hormone monster school or whatever right. um but sometimes the other kids can see other kids hormone monsters. yeah it's all it's all yeah. weird i mean like, but that doesn't happen that often one of the kids talks to his pillow because he screws his pillow at night and <laughs> yeah. one of the girls has uh one of those vibrating has a like a vibrating toy uh-huh. that she has conversations with well sure um yeah. yeah well there's a point where there's the two hormone monsters who cl- they, they clearly have like a little bit of a liking for each other but they're hormone monsters so they kind of have you know things for everybody. They want to. They want to screw everything. Basically, is is, uh-huh. is this uh, is this uh, um, John Mulaney's and uh, the 
Jesse's. It's John like Mulaney's, and I think it's I think it's Jesse's. Um, right. So the the two hormone monsters are talking, and somehow or another, those are the first two you meet. Yeah. Somehow or another, they end up with spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> Don't ask me how they end up with spaghetti, and they start eating the spaghetti, are and they're they talking the... to each other, and it looks like they're going to do the lady and the tramp thing. Sure. Yeah. And they're both sucking the the strand of spaghetti in, and you're waiting for it to be just the one the one strand of spaghetti that's going to. Bring their, bring their lips yeah. together but instead somehow the whole thing kind of gets flipped around the camera starts to zoom around they get flipped around and they end up 69ing each other for like two seconds <laughs> <laughs> on screen yeah it's they def- are clearly going down on each other in 69 <laughs> and i started laughing and could not stop, stop. <laughs> i had to rewind yeah to watch <laughs> The, the dialogue that I missed after that moment because oh. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing for about a half a minute. <laughs> like, oh, so that's where the this now they're now they're far enough in. That's where they're going to go. They're going to keep on pushing it. No, they keep pushing it. Here's even further. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's going to be Lady and the Tramp. We're going to see like this tender moment between these. Nope, nope. Okay, yeah, sixty nine. <laughs> Of course, that's what it, that's where it ends uh, of up. Of course, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, some of the other voices on there. Jenny Slate plays Missy. What's her name? The the she's a, she's a black girl. She's got braces. She's oh. young. She's Missy. real short. Missy. Um, <laughs> she's she's the one who uh, who uh, Andrew, right? John Mulaney's character. Yeah. Yes. Grinds up against to the dance. Yes. <laughs> Gets a boner and grinds up against. Yes. Yeah. And then um, has an accident. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he, uh, yeah. And she, uh, she eventually has uh, a toy. A oh, that's toy. the vibrating toy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, she also has, have you gotten to the, the gym? She's voiced by, yeah, she's voiced by, yet? voiced by Jenny Slate. Yeah, who is? That, that just happened, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> that's, that's where, she, yeah, that's where that, that all happened. She has the wormy. She gun. took the, 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 she's got like a, like a little, one of those little glowworm doll yeah, things. Yeah, the but, but it vibrates and yeah. she, she, like when she's at home, <laughs> alone, yeah. in her it, bed. She talks to it. She yeah. talks to it, and, and and it vibrates, and and things happen. She yeah. holds it close that's, to herself. That's, that's Jean Ralphio's sister. <laughs> yes. right? yeah. The yeah, shame wizard it. pops up in that, and then the shame <laughs> wizard. Pops up. Um, of course. And then, uh, 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 what's his name? Jason Manzukas. Jason Manzukas plays oh, like, yeah. uh, kind of the crazy kid. Yeah, yeah so to speak. he's obsessed with magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which is funny because on 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 the league, it was it was um. Uh, uh, I can't think of it. Paul Shear's character who was obsessed with magic and Jason uh, Manzukas was playing the nut job like he does in everything <laughs> that he's in. And he's he's kind of the nut job amongst the kids. He's the yep. really the really out there one. He's mm-hmm. um and who who voices the, the gay, the gay kid? kid? I was the just one gonna gay ask kid who you. is really secure in himself. He's, he's really ve- he's very confident and like he is like, he is gay. He knows it. He's, yep. he's, he's he loves it. Everybody and it's great because it's actually like the whole show is like everybody. They I haven't really seen a lot. You know they they've avoided. Stuff that's going to get really kind of painful. They don't get into gay bashing or anything like that. It's like he's gay. All the other kids are like, "Yeah, that kid's gay. Whatever." Um, well, they, and he's and he's confident. And he's cool. And he's 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 funny. Um, well, he's he's just in the first couple of episodes. They don't even. I mean, you can kind of. Well, they guess present that him he's going to be but, the gay yeah. kid, but they don't. They haven't talked about it they yet. Get but he's to it. he's like the cool kid. He's yeah. He's yeah. absolutely the cool. He's kid. like he's in charge. Like he's yeah. he's got yeah. he's the only character who's got his act together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, he's the complete opposite of the gym teacher. Yes. <laughs> Who is the gym teacher? That's, That's Nick, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Okay. Doing so one of the voices. Great. Nick Kroll does most of the... the he does, he, he does, does more voices than anyone else. Yeah, he right? does he's the he's, a, he's the hormone monster for Andrew, right? He's a bunch of things, yeah. yeah. He's, well, he's got... He basically, yeah, he does like... Because it sounds like... It's a the, version of Harvey Firestein. It's like that, um, that throaty... Uh, I thought it was... Um, What's his oh, name? Oh, no, no, that's a different one. But anyway. Andrew, yeah, he does Andrew's, a voice like that. Andrew's hormone monster, and this is, I had to look it up <laughs> and found out that it was Nick Kroll and saw all of the different voices he that he did. Lot, yeah. But to me, it sounded like, um, and I can't think of his name now, it's the guy from Arrested Development, Gob. Uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like Will, Will Arnett doing like a harsh kind of a voice. Yeah, so... There's that. Nathan Fillion shows up on the show as, <laughs> as himself. As Nathan Fillion. <laughs> because he is fantasized about by uh, one of the girls who really loves uh, Firefly <laughs> and wants to uh, marry Nathan Fillion. And he is super suave. He is, like, so is, he is the suave, suave version of Nathan Fillion. Like so does he like appear to really, her or he's actually in the action? He's all part of the, the imagination of okay, the kids yeah. and everything. He just shows up and talks to her like there's... I watched. So really, I just watched an episode where she's like basically she's dreaming. She's in like this very romantic movie kind of thing where she's they're riding on a horse together on, yeah. near the cliffs and like he's uh, he's distraught that you know if if he can't be with her he's going to throw himself from these cliffs <laughs> and then he jumps up on the she's sitting on the horse and then he jumps up on the horse facing her so he's right. he's got his butt facing the back of the you know the neck of the horse uh-huh. it's like what are you doing he's like i have mounted this horse so that i might speak to you more easily <laughs> <laughs> so there's really no limit to captain tight pants what they can do with this if it's if oh, yeah. much of it is occurring in the kids imaginations oh yeah i mean full, fully half of the characters that are on the show are imagined yeah you've got you know at least there's baby there's basically six or seven main kids of a few other that kind of float in and out. There's a few parents right. and the one teacher. The coach, yeah. And then there's hormone monsters for everybody. Yeah. Duke Ellington, the shame wizard, Nathan Fillion, the pillow. <laughs> the pillow's kid, because eventually he gets the pillow pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he, screws, he screws his pillow on the pillow times gets that the pillow pregnant. gets pregnant. It's yours. <laughs> um, and they have whole relationships. <laughs> nope. Um and it's uh and and like every other episode I'm watching I'm like oh yeah that's that was kind of what it was like being a little kid I can re- remember feeling that confused and yep. sh- shameful and <laughs> <laughs> just unsure of myself at times and yeah it's a lot of fun I mean I know it's a funny show but they do actually do a really good job tackling all that yeah they really hit on the like, issues they, 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 they're uh-huh. it's funny but it's done in a thoughtful way it's yeah, like yeah. you can you can mm-hmm. you can see yourself you can remember those times right you're like oh yeah you know for <laughs> for boys you're thinking yeah oh yeah there's the, you know, there was that time i was at school and it wouldn't go away <laughs> um, oh and the uh yeah the the what's her name jesse Mm-hmm. Getting getting her first period 
uh-huh. in the Statue of Liberty while wearing white shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that it's episode like, started and she was wearing white shorts. And I was like, oh, that's what this episode's oh, going to yep. be. Oh, yeah. I knew exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah, where yeah, that yeah. was going. No. Yeah. She, made a she big has a deal of, she has of her bl- wearing blue shorts and she doesn't like the way they look. And the mom is like, well, why don't you wear the white shorts? And I'm like, oh, I see what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Just waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And they did. I'm sure they, they telegraphed it purposely like yeah, oh, that. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, all, yeah. all the people are like, oh, okay. <laughs> all the adults are like, I know exactly where this story's going. It's a good show. It is. Fun. And you should watch. You should. Oh man, Letter Kenny is still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Letter Kenny is on Hulu. It's a Canadian show. Uh huh. Um, it's incredibly difficult to describe. It's got such a quirky sense of humor. It's about a little tiny town in Canada, and there's a few different cliques. I've mentioned it briefly on the show, on this program. Um, and it's got some just really snappy, well written dialogue. Uh huh. That's pretty impressive. Um, there's. A couple of different episodes where, and I can't, there's no way I could possibly um, replicate it. I could try to look it up and see if I could find the recording of it. But it's, um, let me see, Letter Kenny. When one of the characters who talks a lot, he's he, one of the most uh, verbose characters on the show. Um, and he, he talks very quick and very snappy. And the dialogue, it's it's very, um, it's very Aaron Sorkin. It's like okay. back and forth. Got it. You know, real yep. quick. Ping-ponging back and forth. Um, and uh, they have, he, he does this little speech, I think that might be it, um, where he's talking to one of his other buddies and he starts speaking and you realize he's alliterating with the letter A, mm-hmm. two thirds of the words in his sentence. And then the, 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 the buddy says a word or two that begin with B and then he starts speaking and responding to that and speaking almost entirely in alliteration of B. <laughs> and it's all funny. And they do the entire alphabet. alphabet? Really? Wow. And this might be that. Attention. An amateur MMA asshole will ask you to engage in aggressive altercation. Who the That's f- Canadian. the guy in here? That'd be me. There's flashbacks. Bop you so bad in the bean you were beyond ass backwards. No blood, albeit bloody brutal. Clunk. Clocked your carriage, clipped your canopy, caught your conscience with a carefully concocted combat of cuffing. Dink. Decked you defiantly. Easy. Ended you efficiently. Fucking <laughs> your face up from front to Finland in a fairly unfair fashion, unfortunately for females. <laughs> Goof. So you got up, gathered your goods, got some gonads, got after the goofy goon, gave Gloria a good go. He's passed out, knocked out. It's <laughs> flashbacks to a fight. Ah. Uh. Have at her. Talk the haymaker. Instantly. Irk the idiot. Jackass. Out juke the jerk, out jab the joker, out jam the juice head. Okay. King Kong threw a karate kick that kind of caught you in the kisser. Loser. But that legend Lady Luck was lingering and left you with only a lovely little lump on your lip. Mint. But maybe mention you may use MMA, Mr. Muay Thai. Nink and poop. Knees are unnecessary. Over it. Okay, onwards. Please. You out punched the prick, out played the peasant, pushed proper pugnacity on the pinhead, left him praying for peace while Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. <laughs> of course. He got queasy, wanted to quit, folks were quoted as quietly quipping he looked like a quirky quackish queen on quaaludes right roughed up the roof wrecked his reality ruined his rep super you sucked the sucker slammed the sally secured the scuffle by successfully outstrapping the skirt tremendous you took over the tiff out tangled the tosser tough titties on that trade you twit no truths unreal utterly violent very wonderful well whatever exceptional exactly yep yeah zebra zip it <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they did so much with Q. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Peter mm. Piper pickle pick peppers. Yeah, yeah. Just throws that in there. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. So check that out. You said it's on Hulu? Letter Kenny. 
Hulu. It's like a Crave original series. It's like some, um, I don't know if that's, a, that's like a Canadian streaming service or like some, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know what Crave TV is. It, was it, never might, on, it might be like, one of their, it might be one of their like cable type channels. It was never on American TV though. No, it's specifically, yeah. Gotcha. Hulu's got a few shows. There's that. They've got um, uh, Corner Gas, which is a comedy, half hour comedy too. That's uh, all, you know, all the action takes place at like this corner gas station and the, the, the nearby restaurant. And it's like all these real, it's like in the middle of freaking nowhere in like Manitoba or something okay. like that. There's like nothing around. So like, these people, these people are just trying to entertain themselves. Like the Canadian clerks or something like that. <laughs> a, little, a, a little bit. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've, I've found myself some fun Canadian shows. <laughs> cool. Oh boy. Okay. Mike's do we have time? Do we have time for a Kevin question? Oh, sure. Okay. Well, if we have time for a Kevin question, then we'll skip that and do my dreams. Because <laughs> I got to do this, or otherwise I'm not going to do it. Okay. Okay. So, I made myself some homemade Taco Bell burritos using the Taco Bell seasoning. I was going to say, how is it homemade? But I got you. No, did you using actually, the Taco Bell seasoning? You actually did this. This was not in your dream. This is this is real. Okay, gotcha. this was my di- this it. was my dinner. He okay. think he thinks he thinks. <laughs> and, right. So so the dog every month or two gets diarrhea, and we give him we buy him some gr- lean ground beef, uh-huh. and we mix that in with his food, and it fixes it for a while. Okay. And but we, you know you they sell ground beef in pounds, and yeah. we can really only you're not going to give him a whole pound. give him a whole pound yeah. of meat. So right. I I cut it in half, and mm-hmm. I make I make a giant burger for him, and then I crunch it all up. Put it in a baggie or a Ziploc or a, or a uh, what do you call it? Who cares? Tupperware. Who cares? And then I take the other half <laughs> and I either make myself hamburgers or I make my my Taco Bell meat. And, gotcha. and then so it's it's a half a pound of meat. So it takes me two or three meals. Uh-huh. Um. So so I I ate it Tuesday night and when and Thursday night and I had crazy dreams both nights. This is the first night. <laughs> the other one is like it it involved work. So I'm, I'm not gonna talk about it. But um yeah. So I'm somewhere near Macon. Georgia. I'm wearing the shirt, the work shirt that I had on that day on Tuesday, but I have jeans. I'm in Macon and I'm outside of a Culver's. There are no Culver's in Macon yet, yeah, although no. there are two in Savannah now uh, and one in Augusta. <laughs> I looked it up. And uh, have you had a Culver's butter, no, butter burger yet? yet? No. My yet. favorite thing is to get the, the uh, double bacon deluxe butter burger, which has cheese on it. It's a cheeseburger. Yeah. And they're crinkle fries and a root beer. So that's what I ordered, mm-hmm. except that the drive-up window was a walk-up window and there were all these rednecks standing around and like they had hot rod cars like like this one guy was talking about yeah mom mustang blah 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 <laughs> and i was very uncomfortable and i'm like why is there a walk-up window so i get my bag and i go back to my car and i start eating but i start eating the fries and the fries aren't culver's crinkle fries they're more like burger king fries okay but i like burger king fries so i'm eating them and then samuel l jackson gets in my car <laughs> as jewels with the dark the black suit and the skinny tie and the sunglasses and the jerry curl and he's like we got to go to atlanta and i'm like all right so i put my food in the back seat and we start driving and i don't get to eat my burger um so now we're driving to atlanta jules tragedy (laughs) and and uh i'll bet you jules thought that was a tasty burger too he probably thought it was a royale with cheese that's why that's why it's kind of ironic big big kahuna burger so uh so went there so he directs me to take a certain road. He's like, we're going to go through this this area. I really like this area. And it was some I can't remember what it was, but it was I, in my dream. I thought, I've heard of this place, but I've never driven there. And he's like, go down this road. And it turns into, at one point, it just turns into grass. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's all these people 
uh, walking and pushing strollers and riding bikes and those damn scooters. <laughs> and I think it was supposed to be the belt line. Probably. <laughs> but I'm driving on it and uh-huh. every nobody's people aren't like screaming and running out of the way. It's normal that there's a car there. Right. And Sam's like, just keep going. And then it turns back into a road and we arrive at a diner. And we get out and go into the diner. And now Sam is wearing the uh, the T-shirt and the swim trunks and the flip-flops uh-huh. from later in the movie. And his yep. hair is all big and dry. And uh, and we walk up to a booth where there's a Mexican guy asleep at the booth. And and Sam says, that's the guy we're supposed to meet. That's the sleepy Mexican. That's his name in the dream. <laughs> He's like some nefarious character that we're supposed to meet up with. To do sleepy Mexican. To do this that's deal. just a way to say lazy Mexican? Yeah, exactly. Come on, Mike. <laughs> well, no, your that's subconscious from... does what your subconscious does. No, no, that's from the South Park uh, episode of the, uh, the it's like the, the Hall of Offensive Stereotypes or yeah, whatever. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> okay. So we, we try to wake him up, but he gets startled and pulls a gun on us and starts screaming. That's what I would starts do. yelling at I us. Sleeping, so. And mm-hmm. Sam is super calm, and he's just standing kind of behind us with his arm up, and he's eating bacon. He's Just like he is in the diner when... When uh, Ringo and uh, and Honey yep. Bunny are robbing, yeah. and he's very calmly just eating the bacon off of his plate, with he's got the gun under the table, and he looks at me and he smiles and he says, "This one's all you." And so I have to give <laughs> the sleepy Mexican who's screaming and pointing a gun at us in front of like a full restaurant full of people, mm-hmm. and I have to give him the talk, like, "Calm down, Honey Bunny, sleepy Mexican, come on, <laughs> put that, put the gun." Keep pointing. Go ahead. Keep pointing the gun at me, but put it under the under the table, right? Like, like Jules does in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, put it under the table, but keep pointing it at me. It's okay. Hands up. We're, we're the guys who are here to meet you. And would slowly calm him down. And finally, he's like, "Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You startled me when you woke me up." <laughs> and then, and then, uh, so then we order food from a waitress. But then, uh, the waitress five dollar milkshake. I don't know. <laughs> we order all this food. And, uh, but then, but then she, she, she says, you know, the waiter's going to take care of you. I'm off getting off my shift. And she goes into the kitchen and I can, like, I can see her and she's having the chef make her a meal while the waiter is bringing us our food. Uh-huh. And, uh, and she comes and sits down in the booth that's behind me. Uh-huh. And I turn around and I look and I see what she's eating. And it's a, it's a biscuit, like a breakfast biscuit uh-huh. with a hamburger in it. And a poached egg on top. Okay. And sounds good. And I said, Hey, I didn't see that on the menu. And she says, Yeah, the chef made it special for me. And she cuts through it halfway and shows me, and it's like perfectly medium rare mm-hmm. and juicy, and the poached egg is all runny. And and I'm like, Can I get one of those? Will they will you make me one? And she's like, No, sorry, hun. This is uh it's technically undercooked, so we can't we can't make it like this. <laughs> Okay. And I'm all disappointed, and I turn around, and now Sam Jackson has this double-decker pizza. It's two pizzas, but it's it's brought out on, like, a double-decker <laughs> pan thing. Like, sure. The and, thing that uh, holds the pan up above. Yeah, there's two of them, yeah. right? And uh, and he, he's eating this. He's like, you got to try this pizza. This is the best pizza. And I and, and I said, well, what is it? And he says, he says it's a... Uh, what does he say? It's a... Uh, he wrote it all down. Yeah, of course. You can't it's, remember it. It's well, and he's already gone through like half of this pizza, and uh, he says it's quantum pizza. Quantum it's pizza. it's indeterminate. <laughs> it, it it becomes whatever you want it to be. Oh, and I look at it, and it's all the toppings are just all swirly, sparkly colors, <laughs> and 
and uh and and uh so i grab a piece and as soon as i touch it it comes into focus and it's like the ingredients for hamburgers and tacos and gyros mm-hmm. all together and i eat it and it's the best thing ever and he says it's a it's basically an every food you love pizza <laughs> but i still want my culver's burger mm-hmm. um cut to me <laughs> sounds yeah. like the good place where yeah. you yeah kind of <laughs> Cut to, it's nighttime, I'm on a train, I have a gun, (laughs) I'm with the antagonist, uh, assassin character, Villanelle, from Killing Eve, which is coming back, season two, (laughs) we've been seeing promos for it, that's why it ended up on my dream, Um, we've hijacked the train and stolen the engine car, but it's a bullet train and we're going several hundred miles an hour, suddenly we hear beep, beep. That's never good in the movies. No, and she says there's a they've shot a missile at us. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm I don't know. And she says I'm going to outrun it. And I'm like that's a good idea. So she speeds the train up and we hear beep 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 and then it goes away. Phew. And we're like, "Phew, we did that." And then all of a sudden, the train slows down and we expect to hear beep boom, right? But it it doesn't happen. Apparently the missile is gone and uh, lost track of you. But someone has hijacked our hijacked train, <laughs> taken over control, and now it's we sort of see it's getting light outside and and its train is slowing down and it turns off into a trailer park full of uh, these gangsters. Uh-huh. And uh, trailer park full of gangsters. Yeah, and then now now I'm off the train and I'm being led by these gangsters with guns into a house, and uh, the sleepy Mexican is there on a sofa playing video games and eating everything pizza with Sam Jackson, who is still wearing the t-shirt and swim trunks and the flip-flops, but is now fat like John Travolta. <laughs> Jeez. And the sleepy Mexican gangster, he's, he's the big, he's the main guy. Like that was. Sure. So, uh, he says he's outsmarted us and gotten whatever that we were trying to get that was on the train and that, uh, we're free to go now. And Sam says, uh, tries to walk out with me. But I'm now I get mad and I start yelling at the sleepy Mexican <laughs> because I still haven't had my my cheeseburger from Culver's. Where is my cheeseburger? <laughs> and the Mexican is like rolling his eyes and uh, <laughs> Sam starts pushing me toward the door saying, saying, calm down. What's OK? We'll go to the diner and uh, I'll buy you one of the, one of those biscuit burgers with the egg on it. And, and but I'm mad because I I just don't want my damn cheeseburger, and that was how the dream ended. And then the vet says, "My wife's from Wisconsin." <laughs> <laughs> throwing a little punchline on the end of that. <laughs> Weird. So yeah, I'm not allowed to make my own Taco Bell anymore. <laughs> Quantum Pizza. Quantum Although I like that new band name called it. Our first uh, album will be. <laughs> Well, it'll Trailer be, Park Full of Gangs. Your first album, your first album will be the best album ever. Yes. And it will yeah. sound completely different to every single person. Quantum Pizza, Trailer Park Full of Gangs. And you'll never be able to do it. Featuring the Sleepy Mexican. You'll never be able to do a second album because it'll. there's no way it could possibly be better than the first album. That's true. You'll win all the awards. That that album is what it'll be whatever the best thing for anyone who listens to it uh, couldn't possibly imagine it to be. <laughs> Kevin question do we have time if it's do quick it. we don't oh, want to no. fall behind on him again yeah we have we still have he, he's been keeping up so we're still two behind 97 question Oof. what is the the item that only early adopters and rich people have right now that everyone will have in five years 
Past items include the TV, VCR, microwave, and cell phones. Is So he's talking general categories. Uh, is this a thing that doesn't exist anymore? Thanks, Kevin. Like, is stuff happening so fast that there isn't something that's out for five years? I think of that time period, I think he's suggesting that the time period is compressed because technology Roombas. moves so fast. Everybody will have a Roomba eventually? Yes. You think? Yes. We're not at that point already? No. I, I don't mean, get I have I don't, one. Do you I don't, have one? I don't get one because I just I don't believe that it'll it would work. Like it works. Our house produces too much dirt with the dog cracking in all parts of the yard. Well, you got to get one and test it out then. So you say Roomba. I have a Roomba. Her name is Nancy. Oh, you've told us about Nancy yes, before. Yes, she's awesome. That's your mom's <laughs> name, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think there will come a time when everybody's going to have an Alexa type device in their home. I you're yeah. gonna have. You're gonna. People yeah, are gonna absolutely. remote control. People are gonna remote control yeah. their house. I have 20, one. Year, 20, 30 years from now, everybody that's just gonna be like it's gonna come hardwired into houses. Yep. Santa brought us two. Yep. I have a dot, and I bought my parents one <laughs> that's for my Christmas, guess. and I, I bought my sister yeah. and my brother in law Sa- one for Christmas. Santa, Santa got uh, us two home pods <laughs> so we could have Apple TV and stereo. Well, nice. you're, gonna, you're just gonna. And, it's and, gonna come. And, and we everything. bought one for. I bought one for my parents. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everything's going to come hardwired now. It's like, yeah. you know, every every outlet in your house is going to come hooked up to a server that can turn things off yeah. and on and mm-hmm. um and then you'll and then you'll see more and more devices, more and more appliances and things that have that te- technology capable. Um or if you do get something that doesn't that, you can get in a, like a, just a little adapter thing between the yeah. outlet and whatever. I mean, yeah, it's just there will come a point where that might be, you know, like literally hardwired into your house, like it, you, it might the, the the microphones might even be or the, uh yeah the microphones you know might even be like, you know in the wall yeah. like built yeah. into the home and then then you can just you, you won't necessarily buy an Alexa you'll download Alexa into your house right sure and yeah put and you'll put it in, you'll put the software into the hardware that is yep. part of your house yeah the the you're, what you, so you're predicting the hardware will become commoditized to the point that well I think they'll that be, they're always it'll be, be integrated. There will into be construction. There will be some of that eventually, yes. Yeah. But there will still be people who buy a physical thing and put it in their yeah. in their home because their home do, is not hardwired for it. But there will be yeah. homes that get built hardwired for it. You can just load Alexa or Google Assistant or whatever things yep. there are, Siri, whatever you got. Like everyone who bought a Google Nest, maybe not Siri, unless you buy an Apple thing. house, I don't think you'll ever be able to and, load Siri in. Did you hear about the Google <laughs> Nest secure thing that people had? That like Google Nest said, pretty soon, uh, oh, oh yeah, we're about to we're about to give it. Um, Google Assistant support, and everybody was like, well, how can it have Google Assistant support if it doesn't have a microphone? And Google said, oh, yeah, it has a microphone that we never put in the tech specs or told anyone about. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Everything you... Every electronic, been listening to every you electronic, this whole time. Every electronic device you <laughs> buy nowadays has a microphone. <laughs> um, so that's my guess. That's a good one. Uh, voice-activated house. Oh. Whatever happened to Google Glass? That's They're gonna, using it in manufacturing. That's going to that's gonna be just like VR. Okay. I know. I know what the first thing that jumped in my head was virtual reality. I was like, but no, I don't believe that's ever going to become ubiquitous. Well, it was supposed to be augmented reality. That's the <laughs> well, the VR thing was supposed to become ubiquitous twenty five years ago. Right. When there was first, that... when I was in college, and they did the thing where they brought the company in, where you could stand in the little plastic platform and walk around inside of a virtual world that was all you know hard angles and shit. and. <laughs> You know, it was look, an episode of Mad About You yeah. where they had virtual reality. And, and, it was and that amazing. was supposed to be the thing. It was like, oh, this is going to be the next thing. And right. then it just like, beer, beer, beer. 
wah, wah, in like three years. And then every so often something new pops up with it. And I, yeah, I just don't think it's ever, it's, it's not useful enough to become something that's going to be something that everybody uses. Whereas right. I think a voice activated house, it's something that everybody could. It's not going to get all of. ready player one up in here. No, <laughs> that's my guess. Anyway, I don't think well, so either. My guess was that it's the uh, stuff moves too fast now. Technology is advancing so fast that there there aren't whole categories like that anymore. But then Craig came up with one, so that blows that out of the water. And there's going to be Roomba. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot. Of, there's going to be things. There's going to be things that are going to you know show up and become ubiquitous and really common very very quickly. That you're never going to really have that time to think. Well, right. I wonder well, that's if this the is problem going to is be nobody the thing see, in nobody the sees it coming. Really, yeah. There's, you know, something, if something becomes something that everybody uses, it usually becomes something that everybody uses immediately. Yes. Mm -hmm. With how fast things move now. Yes. There's very, very, very uh, rarely is there something that can take the time to get there. But I think we've only, I think we've just scratched the surface of the voice controlled home kind of stuff where you just buy the little physical module thing that does some things and you have to buy all these other pieces to go with it. Eventually you'll be able to get like a whole package of, yeah, here you go. Eventually it's going to come like that with your house yeah. well like like you get Maybe it in, so. like you can get it in cars yep they're just going to expand that to house and it's going to go to offices mm -hmm. i don't think that virtual or augmented or whatever reality glasses are going to become a thing until they can fit it inside of things that look like the glasses we're all wearing right, right. now so yeah. that it's you can't tell that that's what it is yep mm -hmm. And Until comes, and and that and that ain't, that comes with its whole its own set of issues that I have personally, but the privacy things, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't need to. But they're going to need to miniaturize the technology, including, and they're going to need to figure out batteries. They're going to need to come up with some completely new battery technology that allows batteries that fit inside or the temples just or the run off or you, the nose pads like or something. You could be the or battery, that. like yeah. the Matrix kind of thing. Like, <laughs> You know, I'm gonna power my glasses like I'm a potato clock. <laughs> potato clock. <laughs> oh, my, oh, the uh, the the contacts aren't working. The electrical contacts aren't working correctly. Right? I gotta yeah. I gotta work up a little bit of a sweat. There you go. <laughs> to, to get to get the the juices flowing a little bit better. Now oh, there we go. Now, now, okay, it stopped flickering. That's good. I'm not All buffering right. anymore. <laughs> Gotta hate buffering. <laughs> Never get anything done. Um, What's wrong with Craig? Nah, he's still buffering. <laughs> got a still buffering. I've got a t-shirt that says I'm not lazy, I'm buffering. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. Larry. Yes. Thank you for joining us Thank today. you for having me. Thanks, I had a Larry. great time. Goodbye, Larry. <laughs> Goodbye, Larry. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com and... Go to nerdburgergames.com for all the game stuff I'm working on and uh, go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy those game things. But uh, keep an eye out for Kickstarter for Nerd, uh, for uh, Capers Noir, March 12th, Tuesday, probably about 9 a.m. Wee! <laughs> on the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig introduce the podcast's new dating service. Oh boy! Take, taking a cue from how Tutter came up with their name, we'll be slapping a T on the front of the podcast name. So make sure to sign up for Turd Burger and find that special someone who's been missing from your life. <laughs> Not to be confused with episode one hundred. <laughs> 
think your next your next episode is gonna be three eleven. Is that a band? Yeah, you gotta play okay. some three eleven songs. I would actually like the Logic complaint right now. Oh no! Oh, no, no, Mike stop, has stop made recording, me stop recording. Made me watch. I was waiting for somebody to complain time. about that. <laughs> Looking at the Looking whale, at this guy holding whale a huge dork. whale penis with a really creepy grin. He on does his have face. a really creepy look on his face, doesn't he? I mean, really? You know, he uh, he takes that home with him, right? Stores it in his bedroom. Can anyway, you, can you connect me to your complaints department, please? Oh, I'm work. Yes, the complaints department is right here. <laughs> middle finger. Yeah, boy. he's holding middle finger. Uh, I I don't apologize anymore, but someone's sorry, Mark Wilkinson from Sorters. <laughs> no, it. I left that up on purpose, waiting yeah. for. I was like, okay, I was gonna close it, and then I thought, wait, no, I'll see. How long it takes for somebody to complain and who that person is? And it was uh, all the way after the end of the show, and then Larry. Yeah, so, I was I was thinking about it a couple of times, but I also was like, but Larry's looking right at it. Yeah, and so you you waited that's, to see. That's kind of funny. Oh, I was gonna jump in and <laughs> complain earlier, in my head but I decided I'm just gonna wait till the very end and then complain. So. Just like I'm gonna eat my entire meal at my restaurant and then complain that it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and create a Yelp account and yes. go on the internet and this is the most horrible type, wings type I've out, ever had but you ate them all sir <laughs> <laughs> well I didn't know it was bad until I finished right <laughs> can I have another one <laughs> the beginning part hey, was good can you can you, can you make, make me another one but make it good <laughs> and then I'll eat that and then I'll make you make me a third one alright goodbye penis guy Bye. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out of here.